You are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 9 Welcome back and now tune into the other side, the other side of sports is your host yeah. Laws in the building. Solo yeah. Dolo. That's right. You already know. I'm trying to chill out right now because I'm a little, I mean, it's some things you just know. And I know that the league is just full of racist owners. I, full, I mean, I know that the league is, you know, how can we get the most for the least? You know, it's a glorified glorified slave labor and just uh, this Lamar Jackson situation if this is not clear and cut collusion by the owners I don't know what is though I mean free free agency starts next week Um, but after the Ravens put the non-exclusive franchise tag on Jackson you got teams like the Falcons they saying something. The Panthers, these teams that need quarterbacks are coming out basically saying they're not going to be in the uh, running to try to get Lamar Jackson. Um, and it's just strange to me. Well, it's not strange. It's expected. Uh, I know there's people out there like, but dog, he stayed hurt and he's a running quarterback and, you know, the Ravens don't want to pay them and. I, I've I've heard it before, dog. I've heard it before. Now, I mean, I know I know for some they're like, you know, him being his own agent, that's another deterrent. Um, which I I do agree, you know, given a negotiation situation. But clearly, this is one of them situations. Like, if you ever play fantasy, and like, you know, somebody like cut one of their star players by accident. At the end of the season, and then the, the league owner jumps in. It's like, hey, hey, nobody picked this person up. They just dropped them. It was an accident. We're going to just let them clear waivers, and they're going to be able to pick them back up to their team. And nobody can pick that player. That's what this is. That's what they're doing with Lamar Jackson. They basically told all the owners, like, hey, listen, he wants a fully guaranteed contract. We cannot do that because that's bad for the leagues. That's bad for your team. That's bad for my team. So what we got to do is he has to play on this uh, non-exclusive franchise tag, right? And then by the time, you know, his contract is up, it just gives us buys more time. He's a running style quarterback. He probably can get hurt, different things. I wouldn't even be surprised if, you know, they had Greg Roman and they were running this run style, run heavy uh, offense with Lamar Jackson. I wouldn't be surprised if that was that was to keep it subdued and to keep him, you know, from really getting into that that real space where, you know, a lot of the other quarterbacks are. I mean, if Daniel Jones can get 50 million, like Lamar Jackson is triple what Daniel Jones is. Uh, Lamar Jackson is a is a probably one of the top five winning his quarterbacks right now that's in the league. Uh, this narrative that he can't pass the football or whatever, whatever it, we just got to drop it. We just got to drop it. If you put me in that office right now and you got me doing run jet sweeps and running out the corner and you know, read option, run all day. 
and I'm not really passing, then I'm going to look like a running quarterback too. I mean, we watched... Lamar Jackson got an arm. We're not even going to... He's thrown enough touchdowns to know that he can pass the football. You got basket catcher receivers. You never really invested in no true number one receivers. His best receiver is the tight end. Mark Andrews leads that team of receptions and touchdowns and receiving yards. And you trying to tell me that he can't pass? Stop it, dog. Stop it. I mean... Whatever you got to say, this is clear collusion. And if the league, like I'm talking about players in the league, if they wanted to protest anything, this is it. This is it, though. Because if they can do it to him, they can do it to you. They clearly have come to a consensus across the board that they're not going to acquiesce to Lamar Jackson's demands. And, you know, this is this is one of those situations like, him not getting that agent, you know, him not playing in those those uh, final games of the season, all of those factors, you know, going to this this ego power trip on a on a on account of the owners to be like, nah, we're not going, we're not going to do it, not going to do it. Now, if I was Lamar Jackson in this situation, what I would do is I call up Shannon Sharp. Call up the pivot, one of those dudes. Say, yeah, I want to do it. Come and do an interview with you. Exclusive, Joan. Have him set it up. I'll let him ask me all the questions. Do I think it's collusion? Do I think whatever? And I really would just regurgitate all the same stuff that the owners say when it's a lockout season or they're doing negotiations. I, I just want a fair deal, Shannon. That's all I'm looking for. I just want a fair deal. You know, when you look at what I'm asking for, for revenue and money, if a team signs me today, before any game is played, they're going to make the money that I'm asking for times two. To me, it's a no-brainer, and I don't understand what the problem is. Oh, I do understand what the problem is, but, you know, if we're talking about money, if money and revenue is the thing, then what, what are we talking about? The real issue is the precedence that it was set. And the NFL does not want to go down that path where they're fully guaranteeing contracts with the volatility of the sport and how players get hurt and just, you know, they could be hot. I mean, look at Russell Wilson. Bama turned into a cold scrub overnight and they paid him all this money. Deshaun Watson paid him all this money. And, you know, it, it just it's just bad for business, right, on their part. But... If I'm Lamar, I'm going right on the TV show. I'm like, I just want a fair deal. We talking about money. Talk about his life and upbringing and how hard he's worked to be able to be put in this position. And, you know, you, you don't have to be all just shoot at the, shoot at the uh, teams. You could just be like, you know, I'm grateful for the opportunity to play football, a sport that I love, doing this. I'm here. I can, you know. But I, I would like security for me and my, my family, right? I, I put everything on the line. Talk about, you know, just the risk that people put. They about talk about the Lamar, uh, uh, the Hamlin situation. See, all of that will will rally the people and it'll put put public pressure on the teams. 
and then just talk about like you know what I've done for the Ravens I know we haven't won but if you ask any of my teammates or players just the level of dedication that I put into my craft and working to get better and just how much I'm dedicated to this they'll tell you that there's probably no one close and 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 I would also throw in parallels I'll say you know I kind of feel like Shaq in Orlando. I was in Orlando. I mean, Shaq was in Orlando, and he really was giving his heart and soul to that situation, and they just didn't want to pay him for whatever reason. And then he went over to the L.A. Lakers, and then he won championships. I wouldn't want that to be the story for the the Ravens franchise. I think it's a decorated team, decorated franchise. You know, I love Baltimore Nation, but... I have a standard and an expectation to win wherever I am. And I'm not just talking about winning games or having a winner's percentage, which I, I boast that I have. I, no, I, I'm talking about winning chips. That's the ultimate goal. And that's what I'm planning to do, whether I'm with the Baltimore Ravens or whether I'm with another franchise. Overnight, that would shift the conversation. Public pressure would get real intense on these teams to make make even if even if you got to do it to make it seem like they not colluding because for all the teams that just jump out there and be like nah we're not signing the band we're not talking to them whatever whatever it's like that jump it just reeks of collusion i mean at least try to make it look real but like oh yeah we interested we're gonna see what it's what it's about bring them in talk to them whatever whatever like i mean get them in the building to see what it is I, I i just i mean it, it's definitely baffling to me that they are playing hardball with with uh get it hardball with uh lamar jackson's future dog pay the man give him the bread like i said in jersey sales alone you're gonna make 250 before he plays one snap before he plays one snap, no matter what team he go to, Baltimore Ravens has made the money that they will pay Lamar Jackson guaranteed 10 times over already. So I, what are we talking about, people? What are we talking about? To me, it's just the numbers and the mathematics. If the player is worth it, you pay him. And he's already shown you he's worth it. If Daniel Jones can get paid... Derek Carr can get paid. All of these guys, and, and you know, they're making, you know, I think money relative to, you know, what they've accomplished. Lamar Jackson is 20 times better than all three of those dudes. And granted, he has an MVP under his belt. I'm just not so convinced that if Lamar Jackson was of a different hue and color, that this would even be a situation up for discussion. Now, there's some other things that are that are that are slightly different in most situations. You know, most most players have an agent and they're kind of, you know, making uh, making a request and hearing the offers. And, you know, a lot of times in negotiation, you know, they say like people, if you're at the forefront of that, you know, it's, it's likely that your feelings will get hurt because in the art of negotiation, people are just. You know, they haggling. They may, you know, talk in a way that may make you feel devalued in some some form or fashion. Um, and that's just just the art of negotiation. Right. So um, but I, but I don't necessarily think that what Lamar Jackson is asking 
is outside of the realm of possibility or was fair. Like, I just don't. So, we're going to see this this whole scenario play out and it's just going to get more and more intense as the weeks go by. Um, I know we had a draft coming up soon and I think a lot of teams are just saying, well, you know, we can just kind of bypass this and just go to the draft and just get a young rookie, you know, and not even have to worry about it. I mean, this draft class does have some talented quarterback position, which I think a lot of GMs are looking like, oh, well, we can get better in the draft. We don't necessarily have to sacrifice the two ones to go after Lamar or whatever, whatever. I think if the draft class was, you know, much more pedestrian and mediocre, then teams probably have more incentive to have uh, much, you know, discussions with Lamar Jackson about possibly what, what deal they can make. But, uh, you know, it looks like teams are just going to roll the dice uh, with what they got. And it's unfortunate because Lamar Jackson, when you talk about his skill set and abilities, he's probably the most electrifying NFL athlete we've seen since Michael Vick at the quarterback position. Um, He does amazing things. You say what you want about his playoff record. You say what you want about, you know, um, you know, I, I, mistakes that he's made. I mean, the, all the greats do, though. Josh Allen fumbled the gameplay like some trash the last game. Like, it, it happens to the best of them. So, I'm not, you can't hold that one situation, like, and, and basically dictate the whole rest of the man's career off that. The OC was a, was a running OC and was trash. That's why he don't have a job now. And, you know, he really just didn't have the creativity needed to be able to unlock a lot of the skill set and talents that Lamar Jackson has. It was very, very boys and girls clubbish in the offense that they were running. Now, some would be like, well, that's because Lamar couldn't pass. Well, I mean, I think he had a 60% uh, higher than 60% um, completion percentage. Bama threw a lot of touchdowns. His touchdown to interception ratio was very, very low. So I I just, I'm not convinced of that. I'm just not convinced of that. Yeah, I, I, I'm just not convinced of that. So what, what are y'all thoughts? You know, definitely chime in. Let me know what y'all thinking. How how do y'all feel about this? Is this collusion or nah? Is this the funny business, Stern's orders or nah? Because, I I mean, I I think it's clear. I think it's clear. In my my mind, it's no question. Um, I was uh, was reading, I was on Twitter heavy, and I seen uh, pro football talk. They had this up. NFL teams spent countless hours doing due diligence regarding every available player at every possible position. They turned every turn over every rock. They look in every nook and cranny. And now a former league MVP is available to be had. And they just, just say, we're good. It reeks. I would agree. 
I would agree. It does reek. Um, we we know what it is. We know what it is. Um, I'm hoping Lamar like he gets the gets the deal because this, this I mean this is an atrocity right now. Um, and I, I know some people, do they offered him 150 million, blah blah. That's not a fair deal. Again, they made 150 million when he got drafted. The first year he got drafted, as soon as he took over the team and Joe Flacco was out and Obama came in, they made 150 million. So stop. That's the that's that's dead. That's dead. Um Follow us at OSS980 at Other Side of Sports. Subscribe to the channel on YouTube. We got the podcast out. Uh, me, and, me and Aaron touched on on this, on this uh, Lamar Jackson show briefly on there. Uh, not to this, this in-depth level. Um, and we talked about a little bit of other things on the, on the, on the podcast. Talked about J.J. Reddick and uh, Kendrick Perkins. And the Joker, Jokic. Um, we talked about some other stuff too. Go, go check it out. Subscribe, rock with us. Um, it's your boy law signing out. Peace.